Welcome to Talking Heads on USA Global TV, starring the one and only wonderful Dr. Jacqueline. It's a prestigious place where world-class influencers and experts meet, and where you'll find the most trusted advisors and coaches for all things in life and business. Visit usaglobaltv.com to sign up for our newsletter, get the value you need, and be first in line to learn about events and giveaways and other valuable content. Connect with us. Email Dr. Jacqueline at usaglobaltv.com to talk about how you can become part of USA Global TV. That's USA Global TV, where the doctor is always in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to USA Global TV. I'm Dr. Jacqueline Kerbeck. I am the founder and president of USA Global TV. But today I'm here as an expert presenter on our Talking Heads platform. If you're not familiar with Talking Heads, it's by invitation only. If you have five years experience or more in your industry, you are considered to be an expert and you are a polished professional speaker. Do reach out. Here's my contact information. Okay, today my role is as the listening mentor and i am going to share with you what is stage hogging and why do we need to address it ourselves when we are demonstrating this behavior when we see it with other people what do we do okay so have you ever been at an event and you were speaking to someone it's just a casual conversation and somebody butts in and takes over the conversation. We've all had that happen. We're a family dinner and one person's speaking and somebody else just comes in and takes over. Why does this happen? Any ideas? Well, typically it's because the person who is taking the stage is not being heard in their own life. So what happens is when we're not being heard, we have it build up inside of us and it affects our self-esteem. That's one reason. Another reason is that the person is leading by their ego as opposed to their heart. Another reason is the person doesn't know what they're doing is not appropriate, that it is disrespectful and hurting someone else. So we're not aware of our own behavior, but yet we recognize it in someone else. That person who cut you off in your conversation, you remember it. You remember how it felt. All of a sudden your heart starts racing and you're thinking, I was just starting to tell my story, or maybe you're at the main part of it where you're going to give the, the whole purpose of sharing that story and somebody else just takes over. It doesn't feel good. We're going to take a look at a role play. And I just want to share as I do each time, this is a role play. This was directed by me. This is not an actual situation, although it happens all the time, but we're not aware of it. So let's take a look. And I do want to thank our actresses who supported me in doing this. First of all, Christine Amy Artner. She is one of our team members here, and she is an acting coach as well as a film producer and many other things. And she teaches acting. So we have two of her students here who are professional actors, and I'll be sharing their information uh, so you can contact them as well. All right, let's take a look at this role play on stage hogging. Hey girl! Hey, Terry! I have to tell you about something. Tell me. Max and I are going to Paris no and we're booking way. a flight next week <laughs> on Friday. I'm so excited. Oh my God. And then, then we're going to... Oh my God. So remember when we went to Paris last month, it was so beautiful. Oh my God. It was so cool. And we saw the Eiffel Tower sparkle. It was gorgeous. And remember Fred the 
proposed to me. See the ring? Oh, it was so amazing. Yes, I, I actually wanted to tell you. I actually wanted to tell you the other the story earlier, but you know, I never got to see you. And now that you're mentioning Paris, it's perfect. It's a perfect time to tell you. I'm getting married. Yes, it's that's amazing. Great. And oh, he proposed to me right on the Eiffel Tower. It was so romantic, and he hired a violin player. Yes, oh, it was. You know, I'm tearing up when I just think about it. It was. We were over the roofs of Paris, and then there he was, and he fell to his knees and put out the ring, and it was. Oh my God! It was the most beautiful. Okay, special thanks again to our actors, Christine Amy Ardner, who was directing it from her end, Anavira uh, Dutter and Fiona Turler. Okay, so how do we see ourselves in that role play? When have we ourselves, you and I, when have we done this to someone else? Were we even aware of it? Did the other person let us know? Did we eventually give the stage back to the other person or we just keep rambling on and on about ourselves? So we're going to watch that role play again in a couple of minutes, but let's just look for a couple of things. So when the one actress came in, Fiona, she started talking. Now, she did not ask for permission, did she? Did anyone notice that from our other lesson? She didn't come in and say, hey, do you have 10 minutes? I need something to share with you. It's important. No, she came in. She was all excited, as we are, right? She's going to Paris. Yay. And she launches into it. What happens to the person listening? She starts thinking about when she was in Paris and when she was engaged and now she's getting married. So the first person, Fiona, she never gets to share anything more than her initial sentence or two. And then Anavira in the role play takes over the conversation. So how do you think that Fiona was feeling? She's feeling not heard. She probably feels frustrated. We see her trying to get back in, right? How many times have we done that? Somebody takes the conversation from us and we're sort of like swinging it to try to get back into the conversation and the person just will not let us. So this is a main key learning when you want to be an elevated listener. If you recall, I teach people how to listen at an elevated level. We cannot listen at an elevated level all the time. Why? because we have a life, because we have things we have to do. But when it's something that is a promise that you've given to someone else, whether it's a spoken promise or a commitment to share your full undivided attention, we cannot be stealing the stage from the person. And if you think about it, sometimes even when we commit to listening to someone in our mind, the wheels start turning and we're thinking, oh, I was in Paris. As soon as she stops talking, I'm going to tell her about my trip to Paris. Now, what happens? We're not listening anymore. It's all about us. It's all about me. It's all about my trip. So we're not being an effective listener. Now, can this type of thing go on typically in a conversation with friends getting together? Maybe it's a casual conversation. Yes, absolutely. And then one person feeds off the other and it goes back and forth. But that doesn't mean that it's the appropriate behavior if you want to be seen as an elevated listener, if you feature yourself as someone who listens at an elevated level. For me, as the listening mentor and also a person who's interviewing people all week long, week after week after week, 
I have to listen. Even on the TV shows, when people are talking and they're not coming up for a breath of air because they're so excited, I still have to listen because I have to treat people with respect. And I will share with you, as I've said before, it is tiring. It is exhausting to listen at your full focus capacity. And that's what I want you to realize that when you are truly present and listening, you're going to know because it's going to take a toll. It's not a bad toll, but you have to set boundaries for yourself. That's what I mean that you cannot be listening at the elevated level all of the time. But when you do commit to doing it, that's when you have to really be aware of these behaviors. So let's go back to stage hogging. I shared with you some of the reasons why people can steal the stage. I personally, through my life, have known a couple of people just notoriously stealing the stage. And as, as soon as you think of the person, you actually think, okay, I hope I don't have to sit next to this person because I know they're going to be speaking incessantly and I'll never get a word in. Now, when this does happen, let's say the person who stole the stage is speaking incessantly or speaking without taking pause or even to take a breath of air to act, ask you, hey, is this information relevant to you? Should I continue? The other person is now no longer listening. Maybe they listened for the first couple of sentences, but now they are mad. They are frustrated. They feel isolated. They're thinking, how can I get away from you? What can I do to make an excuse to get away from you because you will not stop talking and you are not giving me the floor? I know for myself with my friends, typically what will happen is one person will have the floor, the stage, so to speak, for a certain amount of time. And then that person will say, hey, I'd like to hear what's going on with you. And I'll say what I have to say, then it goes back to the other person. So this way, we have sort of a routine of respect for each other. We know that by the time we're finished having our chat, that both of us will have been able to share something. So that's just a pattern of behavior that I've incorporated in my life, and maybe that'll work for you. Let's go back to the role play again and see what you're noticing this time, now that I teed up some of these things for you to think about, and you might not have been thinking about them before. Let's take a look, stage hogging role play again. Hey girl. Hey Terry. I have to tell you about something. Tell me. Max and I are going to Paris no and we're way. booking a flight next week on Friday. I'm so excited. Oh my God. And then, then we're going to- Oh my God. So remember when we went to Paris last month. Okay, I'm going to stop it right there. So did you see on the right, Fiona, she's all excited. She's all animated. You could see her face light up. And then you could see Anna Vera. She's listening and she seems to be excited, but it triggers a memory for her. And she's excited about that memory. So we can interpret that she's also excited for her friends, but she's so much more interested in this memory that's come to her and also the fact that now she's getting married. So what do you think could happen in this case with this friendship? This is a friendship that could be on the rocks now. If this has happened several times and Fiona's not being heard, this could be a friendship that maybe is going to be in one of those cycles that it was good for a time and now it's not. We don't know what the dynamics are. But what we do know is that when we cannot share our message, when we are not able to fully share what it is that's going on with us with someone, someone that we revere, that it's going to do damage to us and it's going to end up living somewhere in our body, which could be 
uh, coming to dis-ease. It could be showing up in many ways, mental health issues, not to be heard over and over and over again as a pattern of behavior that does not typically have positive results. So that's why I share these messages with you. It's not that I, I'm stuck on listening. No, I think listening is such a vitally important skill. And we as humans have an opportunity to do better, to listen at another level. And if you're not interested in doing that, I would suggest to you take a look at your life. How does your life look? Not listening to people and always being the one doing the talking. Just something for you to consider. Okay, so as we wrap up on the stage hogging, there's a few things I want you to think about in your own life, in your own relationships, whether you're on the phone or you're meeting someone in person, or maybe you are presenting something to an audience. So there's a few things to think about. The first is, are you showing up in a manner where people want to hear what you have to say? So what do I mean by that? Many times we are consumed by emotions and we take the emotions from whatever it is that we just experienced. We got an email, we had a phone call, someone came to the door and we don't process it. We immediately react. So we react and now we get another person involved because we have to do something with all this, all this energy, all this excitement, this pain, this anxiety. We can't process it ourselves, right? because we don't have the skills, because we don't want to work with someone, because we don't want to get into a toolbox of tools that we could actually refer to, to take it on and learn how to deal with this. So we just take it and we throw it on someone else. Now that person who was already involved in something, now they have all of your lower vibrations, lower energies that they have to do something with. And this is something that comes in play when it comes to stage hogging. This person who's hogging the stage has probably been doing it for a long time. Think about business meetings. Have you ever been in a conference room and you and your team or the, the board of directors, whomever it is, the same people monopolize the floor. And what do you feel? You start to shrink. You're literally shrinking. You're in your seat. Maybe they visibly can't see you shrinking, but you just feel, I don't matter. I have no value. And I'll share something with you. Uh, I've been in a few meetings through my corporate career, and this actually happened to me. There are two gentlemen who were constantly dominating the sales call. We had a sales call every week, and these two people always had to be the ones talking. And finally, somebody in authority realized it and actually reached out to me and several other people and reached out to us independently and said, I'm really sorry that we're not getting to hear from you because I'm sure that you have something important to say that we could all learn from. And from that moment on, that person taking that that extra step to engage me, I felt valued. I felt I had worth. But yet every other meeting, I just was shrinking, just smaller and smaller. You might say to yourself, well, that doesn't seem right. You know, you're out there. You're no, I'm a human being. I have feelings as well. So I want you to think about that. If you're the person who is stealing the stage, whether it's with your spouse, your children, your employees, your, your business partners, your friends, it doesn't feel good for the other person. Wouldn't you like to learn what the people in your life are feeling, what's important to them? 
if you're talking, you can't be listening. Right now I'm doing all the talking because it's a one woman show, <laughs> but I can't be listening to anything else because I'm talking. So coming to close out from the stage hogging and the listening skills, please think about your frame of mind before you share something with someone. And remember when you're the person who's the listener, how do you feel about someone interrupting what you're doing to take all of their anxiety, excitement, and just dump it on you when you're in the middle of something. So for both parties, the listener and the speaker, ask for permission, set boundaries. This is not a great time for me to listen to you. I can see how excited you are. If you can give me about 30 minutes, I'd love to hear it. Now, the person who's who's wants to share the story, do they want to hear that you can't listen to them now? No. So what might they do? They might try to work you a little bit. They might try to manipulate you a little bit and say, you know what, it's okay. You can keep doing what you're doing. I'll just share what I have to share. Now, is the other person going to be listening to what you're saying? No. So what are you doing? You're just taking all of your stuff selfishly and dumping it onto someone else. To me, I feel like that's the point where we need to do some self-care, some self-reflection, some personal growth on how to manage our emotions and how to actually deal with challenges that come up in our life. Maybe that means hiring a coach or a mentor, or maybe it means getting a therapist. Maybe it means reading self-help books, doing meditation, doing yoga, positive affirmations. There's so many different things that we can do, but we have to at least first be aware of how we're showing up. Okay, so we have permission and we have boundaries. So when the conversation starts, typically you can frame it up and say, Jim, thank you for agreeing to listen to me. What I'd really like is for you to let me finish what I have to say without interrupting me. I really just need you to listen. Are you able to do that for me, Jim? Yes, I can, but really what I was thinking was that Jim, I need you to listen. This actually just happened to me, by the way, and it wasn't with Jim. I asked for permission. I teed up how much time I needed. And then I asked, would you please just let me finish without interrupting me and without sharing any comments whatsoever? And the person said yes. And then I was admitted into it and they started, I have a solution for you. I don't even need to hear what you're saying anymore because I have the answer. You don't have the answer. I didn't ask you a question except will you listen to me and you agreed and now you're interrupting me. So what do you think happens in that case? Now the person looks at you and thinks to themselves, they may say to me, then they may not, I can't trust you. So little engagements, interactions like that, they're either the foundation of a relationship that can be very strong or they are where the cracks start to come in the foundation. And maybe today the foundation's still sturdy with a crack or two, but eventually that house is going to cave in and that relationship is not going to be mutually beneficial, enjoyable, pleasurable for either party because you didn't listen, you didn't honor your word, you didn't respect yourself and you didn't respect the other person. So I hope these tips are valuable. I hope that you're taking away something from this. I will leave you with a couple of things uh, that I want to show you. 
So I teach listening courses, obviously, and the this course, The Power of Listening, the foundational course, this is really the one that is the foundation for everything. And I think to myself, anyone and everyone who is working or who has a family who is living a life where it's not just you should be interested in learning how to listen. So I have decided to offer you a special price because maybe you're not listening. Maybe you're not signing up for the course because you don't have the financial wherewithal to do so. So I've made it very affordable. If you want, you can go over today and I'm going to share this information with you so you know what it is. You can purchase the Power of Listening Foundational Certification course using the coupon code LISTEN. And the website is drjacqueline.thinkific, T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C.com. And you will have a big smile on your face, I think, when you see how much the course is now being offered for you today. So please do go ahead and sign up for that. I want to announce also that I do a number of other courses with Madeline Chan. Madeline is in the UK. She's an international award-winning singer, songwriter. She is an incredible artist, and she also teaches people how to listen through other means, in addition to listening with your ears and being fully present, there's some other tools that you can use to tap into other parts of your life. So let me share what they are with you right now. Our newest course is Heart Gratification, Male and Female Energies. I'll explain a little bit about this. So in our quest, Madeline's and mine, to help people learn how to listen, one thing we really need to do is to have a heart gratification plan. And this might seem very easy to, to think about, but there's actually work involved in it. And the work is where the growth takes place. We also help you tap into your male and female energies through various exercises. And I think you will really enjoy this. All of the courses are available on drjacqueline.thinkific. So I just want to run through them again, some of them. The Power of Listening, Nature, Plants, and Shrines, featuring Madeline Chan. And then, of course, we also have The Power of Listening, Part 4, The Transition, Facing the Shadows of Ourself. And then finally, we have uh, The Power of Listening Through Music. So we've got a number of ways for you to get creative. We lead you through it and you can take the courses at your leisure. We're also offering them live. You can go to Eventbrite and just put in the power of listening and all the courses will be there. So thank you for your time. I really do appreciate it. If you would like to, again, learn how to elevate your listening skills and you'd like to do it privately, I'm available to coach you as well. I am a certified coach and I'm happy to work with you in any way. If it's a financial issue, we can work something out. It's more important to me that people take the initiative to learn how to listen. So thank you for listening to me. I really do appreciate it. I'll be back at the top of the hour with Dr. Jacqueline's book club, and I look forward to seeing you there. Thank you so much. And remember, when you're listening at an elevated level, it's a special time. It's a gift that you're giving to someone else. When someone gives you that gift, thank them for it, because it truly is very special, especially in this world today. Thank you again. Bye. 